Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. The fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. And it is a mailbag kind of a day. But before we get to the mailbag, Danny G, we have some business to take care of. And that involves pop goes the culture. Uh, So we've got a little time for that. And why don't we start out going right into the pop culture world? What do you say? Yes. Thank you, Ohio. So these are some of the stories I most likely did not get mentioned, at least on on my show. But these are things in the real world and we will react to them in real time. And uh, here's a a new fad that is going around. Uh, This comes out of New York, but apparently it's going on elsewhere. It's called Master Dating. Giggity, 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 giggity. Not master the other thing. Uh, master. <laughs> master. Uh, Ma- have you heard of master dating, Danny? No. Yeah. So this is a new phenomena, or at least so it says. Uh, so the internet says. It is the practice of lavishing oneself with choice gifts, treats, and outings in an effort to establish a healthy sense of self-sufficiency before entering into a serious relationship with someone else. So essentially essentially what you're doing is you're taking yourself out on dates. Yes, I have seen a few different girls on Facebook and Instagram doing this, but they didn't have a title for it. Um, also, I, you probably have seen this on social media where it shows the guy or the girl and they have two slips of paper in their hand and they have their significant other choose one. And like one says Taco Bell and the other one says five star restaurant. And based on whichever hand they pick, that's where they lead them to on their date. Oh, I've seen girls doing this, but they're doing it for themselves. 
Wow. So like, I don't need a man. I'm going to take myself to a five-star meal. And I got to tell you, this is one of those things I was ahead of my time, Danny. And I would like to thank all the women that would not date me in uh, my younger days. But I was a master, uh, the master dating thing. I had that down because I had to lavish myself with gifts and food and <laughs> outings because uh, the opposite sex had pretty much boycotted me. <laughs> For a number of years. So I, I was ahead of the curb on this one. I, I was out in front on that. I, I mastered that back in the day. You were Chris Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was way out in front uh, of that. Uh, next up, the OnlyFans. This blows me away. The OnlyFans things. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but I guess I'm in the minority on this. OnlyFans users. You see this story bouncing around this week? OnlyFans users, you see how much they spent on the platform last year. Uh, they they have the financials. OnlyFans uh, had to file their taxes. Mm -hmm. And so they have the amount of revenue they brought in in the year 2022. And OnlyFans is a it's a porn site. That's mostly what it is. Let's be honest here. It's a uh, young. Lady. Well, it, when you click on it, it looks nothing like a porn site. It yeah. looks like a lifestyle site, and most of it looks like workout crap and stuff like that, where it's kind of like a video diary for a lot of the the people that make content. But then buried underneath of that are couples and mostly singles, single ladies, who have content where you wouldn't mind paying your $10 a month or whatever the subscription is because they have exclusive content. Wink, wink, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, you click a link, it's got the uh, the naughty thing on it, and then uh, you're off to the races. Uh, it's uh, all right there. So anyway, listen, uh, people love this. So you want to take a guess how much money they brought in, OnlyFans, in revenue? Right? Oh, total? Total revenue last year. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got to be a billion dollars. Uh, how about $5.6 billion? Holy revenue, yeah. 5.6 billion. I tell you, that is the most valuable thing. Uh, TNA people will pay for TNA. Uh, and, and they were, uh, and the, the revenue increased by 16.6% from the previous year. They, they made 4.8 billion the previous year. And the business model of OnlyFans, all of the people that run OnlyFans do is set up the platform and allow people to distribute their uh, their naughty their naughty videos and they take a 20% cut right off the top from the creators so that means that the people that run OnlyFans who did not have to make a porn movie um they just provided them and they went away with more than a billion dollars man a billion dollars from OnlyFans from what a creation and especially during COVID, you know, there were a lot of different jobs that people were okay with at home, staying at home. A lot of people are like, well, what are these jobs where people stay at home and they don't have to drive into any office anywhere? This is one of them. Yeah. Oh, and you could like, if you were one of these really beautiful women, you could do a couple videos in the morning. And that's it. You're done. Uh, and you can record them whenever, and then you're on your way. Well, remember, there's no rule either about how much content you have to post. I read an article last week. It was about a couple, and they post like one video a day. And it was talking about how it's changed their, their lives. And if you're good at marketing, you can make it in this world nowadays, because that's what a lot of that is. The article was pointing out that the ones who make actual decent money on OnlyFans are the ones who know how to promote themselves on other social media platforms. Well, it also helps if you have um, certain goodies that uh, you, you won the genetic lottery, if you know what I'm saying. Who, me? LeBron won the genetic lottery, but some of these women won the genetic lottery also. I mean, my God. I got it all over me. <laughs> it's wild man it is wild i saw this story on pop goes the culture i thought of you danny the only reason i'm bringing this up is you you, you work in education in addition to radio see a teacher in oklahoma this week 
the first day of teaching at an elementary school and she got dinged for drunk teaching. She was hammered and she was confronted at the end of the school day around three o'clock after the school had let out. People were, I guess kids were complaining. And so they gave her the test and she was completely intoxicated. And so in Perkins, Oklahoma, she got she got things. It's all been recorded on on video. So she must have been drinking in her coffee cup, right? That would likely be what she was doing all day instead of drinking coffee. She had some Irish coffee, shall we say? I mean, think about it. You're doing a teaching job, and what's the name of the town? Perkins, Oklahoma. Perkins, Oklahoma. You might want to look that up, but that. Sounds like a population of 2,000 people. Yeah, I can, I can look it up. But Perkins is, uh, well, the restaurant. You've you've heard of the, the restaurant. Of course. That was, uh, wasn't that part of the famous Tiger Woods story? You had a, oh, per- yes, the Perkins waitress. You're right, yeah. Well, you're not wrong here. I'm looking up Perkins, Oklahoma. Let's see here. Perkins, Oklahoma, the population. Wow. Okay, the population in the 2010 census was uh, 2,831. Boom. Wow. See, that's the thing, man. I don't know what grade she was teaching, but, you know, she was having a bad week. She's probably like, F them kids, F the dean here at the school, F the principal, and, you know, and then she's just tipping it back. Fun fact about Perkins, Oklahoma, Frank, uh, Frank Boardman, better known as Pistol Pete, uh, is from the Frank Eaton, Frank Boardman Eaton, known as Pistol Pete, uh, is from uh, from there. And uh, he uh, was a uh, cowboy and a sheriff back in the 1800s. So there you go. Fun fact. Pistol Pete. Is that the original Pistol Pete? Because I, when I think of Pistol Pete, I think of the the basketball player Pistol Pete. Yeah, it sounds like you're talking about the OG one who had a, a load of guns with his horses. And uh, here's more more information about Pistol Pete. There is a statue of this guy at a college in Oklahoma, and uh, you know the symbolic figures of the American Old West and Oklahoma and whatnot. And there's a uh, a school. Well, it says here Oklahoma State. The Cowboys became the nickname, but they their mascot was based off a famous photo of Pistol Pete. Uh, that, and that's what their mascot, I guess, is based on him. So, wow. their version of Buffalo Bill. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I visited Wyoming, I went to the Buffalo Bill Center of the West. And it was a really cool museum. Lots of guns. I loved it. When I think of Buffalo bill, I think of prim Nevada on the way to Vegas, Buffalo bills resort right there in prim right on state line. Loser. That's what, that's what I think. Of. All right. Uh, next up, what do we have? A woman in Springfield, Missouri was arrested this week. First degree arson. The fire department there claims she poured gasoline on some clothes she then lit a spicy tortilla chip to start the fire. So of all the ignition devices, a I like that she didn't just use a regular tortilla chip. She used a spicy tortilla chip. Oh, so those chips are replacing Bic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't need matches or anything like that or a lighter. You're, you're good to go. You are absolutely good to go. Well, here's a story that will warm your heart, Danny. Uh, I hate this. Now, Dodger Stadium got rid of the regular straws. They have paper straws because you know, they got to take care of people. And I hate I hate paper straws. Tastes like crap. Oh, it's terrible. And you got to have like seven of them. So now there's a new study out, but we're saving the environment. Well, now paper straws are being canceled. Scientists are saying that eco-friendly utensils like straws contain potentially toxic chemicals, and they claim they are just as bad for the environment as plastic versions. So yeah. now we have to cancel the paper straw also. This is one time we're happy that something is getting canceled. Yeah. Bring back the plastic. Bring back the plastic straws. And this is more mostly a California problem, I think, Danny, and maybe a California-New York thing. 
Because in a lot of other places, they don't have to deal with this kind of nonsense. But it's one of the great things we have about living uh, where where we live. And uh, good news or bad news. Uh, the good news is if you like radioactive waste, uh, the uh, you'd be very happy with this story. The bad news is if you want to eat food, you're probably not going to like it. Uh, the uh, people over in Japan have dumped 1.3 million tons of radioactive waste from the famous nuclear power plant meltdown into the Pacific Ocean. They have dumped 1.3 million tons of radioactive waste, water and whatnot, right out into the mighty Pacific Ocean. What could possibly go wrong? What is that, like a $500 fine? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, they claim, I love this, they claim that they've they've followed all the, the guidelines and all the rules and everything's good here. There's nothing to see uh, and everything will be all right. So they say, Danny. So uh, they say. And uh, my theory and uh, Brian Billick mentioned this on the Friday podcast. You know, it's the theory of the world. Nobody knows anything. People think they know. And they can give a master class about what they think they know uh, and give webinars and all that and give lectures. But ultimately, nobody knows anything. Uh, so, yeah, says the guy who spent two years dodging us. Two years. Let's get to the mailbag. What do you say? It's in the bag. Thank you, Ohio. Our first one, and these are actual letters by actual listeners. If you want to send a message in, just do it right now. You don't have to wait for me to post something. You can do it right now. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. All letters, no numbers. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. And uh, we may use your message on on the show. We may do that. Uh, Dan from Durham, North Carolina, writes in, says, hello, Ben and Daddy G. Daddy. Are people driving crazy fast on the interstate highways there on the West Coast post-pandemic here in North Carolina? If you're going less than 10 miles over the speed limit, you better be in the slow lane, says Dan, as it's turning into the Autobahn. So, Dan, I would like to file a formal complaint, Dan, because I was in North Carolina uh, not that long ago, and the speed limits are way too low. So I I side with the drivers going 10 miles over the speed limit in North Carolina. Uh, in, in L.A., where we are, it is very difficult most of the time to drive over the speed limit because there's so much traffic. But... When I go into work, I do the overnight show. So when I go into work, it is like people are in Fast and the Furious. It is a, a real life movie. Everyone's trying to outdo each other and change lanes as fast as you can. It, it is the autobahn, is uh, is what it is in many respects, Danny. It's an, it's craziness. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate on driving fast because, as you know, Ben, I have a need for speed. <laughs> I drive this. I drive. You know my my Michigas, Danny. I had a cop tell me one time, seventy nine and under. I won't give you a ticket. The only time I've gotten a ticket since then is in Minnesota, but in California, I haven't gotten a ticket. And the other places I've been, I didn't get a ticket in Boston or uh, you know any of those New England states I drove through. So seventy nine and under. But yeah, there are people. I go seventy nine, and I get past like I'm going five miles an hour. Crazy. These cars nowadays, they'll tattle on you because I was at Jiffy Lube a few days ago. And, you know, after they change the oil, they reset your um, your dashboard for you, the electronic dashboard. Yeah. As I was stepping on the gas pedal and the guy was looking through my electronic dash, it said highest speed recorded 110 miles per hour. Um, Oh, really? That's in there? When I did that, or which day or night that was, but the guy kind of stopped and looked at it, and then he's like, "Okay," and he kept moving the thing. <laughs> well, you were trying to get your 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 wife to the hospital for the baby. Wrong. Clearly, that was the the move. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next up, Alf, the alien opiner from week one of the NFL season, says, Ben, you know me well enough. That's correct. I know Alf very well. Alf's been one of the great P1s of the show over the years, and I would say the most loyal. He listened uh, while on a family vacation at a Disney resort in Orlando, he stayed up to listen to the live show. That's, oh, that's dedication. That is dedication. My evergreen question is, what in the hell is going on with Benny versus the Penny? Spill the tea! Uh, and he says, secondly, you know that I read between the lines and listen between the words, so the breadcrumbs you've been dropping about your Northeast barnstorming tour are killing me. Would you like to expand on the subject? So, Alf, these are great questions. There is nothing to release at this moment. Uh, I will tell you that if everything goes the way it is going, uh, there will be uh, some kind of Benny versus the Penny announcement, probably on the upcoming Friday podcast, Danny. I think that's next week's podcast. This sounds very similar to me. Teasing the Animal Thunderdome with Clay Travis. <laughs> well, it, it feels like that. And uh, you were, of course, the Penny last year on this podcast. You did a great job representing the Penny. And we've done this bit for many, many years. And uh, there, there, there may or may not be something brewing. I don't know for sure. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, as far as the Northeast Barnstorming Tour... Uh, I am not able to disclose exactly what that was about, but when the time is right and when I get the green light and everything is taken care of the way it's supposed to be taken care of, it, if it needs to be taken care of, uh, I will let you know, Alf. Uh, of course I will. Uh, why would I not? Like, what am I, you know, I, I just can't, I can't talk about a lot of this stuff right now, obviously, because of uh, there's certain reasons I can't. Boy, after that explanation, we all need fifth-hour podcast decoder rings. I know, I know. Well, the problem, too, is I'm definitely in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's a method to the madness. That's all I'll say. There's a method to the madness. But there's nothing bad. It's not bad. It might be really good, or it might be the status quo. Maybe you'll hear Danny G and me back on the fifth-hour podcast doing Benny versus the Penny, or or maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I'll I'll get some clarity on that. Uh, hopefully very soon, Alf. So fingers crossed. Keep the fingers crossed on that. And uh, next up, uh, let's see, who wrote this one in? 
I, I didn't write the name now. It says, hi, Ben and Daddy OG. Uh, sorry, I did not. Oh, oh, this is uh, this is Mike. Uh, no relation to Ferg Cat. Uh, no relation. Mike in Fullerton. He says, sorry, I did not make it to the meet and greet last week, Ben. I was convinced that crooked Hurricane Hillary would flood the entire state of California. So I spent the weekend building a boat out of tennis balls with my roommate. Well, very impressive. He says, were you guys worried about the hurricane at all, or did you know it was just going to be a little rain? Well, I was I was mildly concerned because uh, Iowa Sam, Danny G, the great Iowa Sam, was convinced that we were all going to die. So he was upselling the storm at work. And then I went on the internet and I saw some stories. I was like, worst story, uh, worst storm since 1939. And that that got me a little riled up. But the problem is the, the media, Danny, and I guess we're part of the media, but the, the news media, their instincts are to scare the, the shit out of everyone. And then they, they're like their whole business models. Well, they'll watch longer if they're scared. And then. They, they they just think there's no fallout for being completely wrong. Like people don't don't grasp the people in television news don't seem to grasp the fact when you're completely wrong, you lose credibility and people don't pay attention the next time. And maybe the next time they actually need to pay attention. Yesterday's podcast um, on Saturday. Make sure you download that. We, we went into detail about the really funny coverage of the local LA TV news stations. Yeah. What's your favorite TV news station? Are you a channel five guy? Are you a channel four, channel two, channel seven, nine? Where were you? 11. They're all kind of just vanilla to me. Honestly, there's not one channel where I'm like, Oh, they do it so much better. It's all bullshit coverage to me. Yeah. I, I miss the, the big over the top Ron Burgundy, like anchor. We don't really have much of that anymore. Uh, that, that era of television is gone. But at one point in Los Angeles, we had the greatest local television news. It was amazing with Hal Fishman at Channel 5 and Paul Moyer and all the other big names, uh, Jerry Dumphy, um, just just wonderful TV people that were, were great and you know, I don't watch too much local TV news these days, but when I do watch it, it's it's lacking. Right? It's lacking a little bit. Uh, but remember Jerry Dumphy, his famous line was, what was it from from the desert to the sea to all of Southern California? Oh. Now, when there's a car chase or something like that, I got one of my buddies, Jay, sends me every time there's a car chase. I don't even need to watch. He watch. He must watch local TV news all day. Because I'll get messages at one o'clock in the afternoon while I'm sleeping. I'll get messages at you know, nine o'clock at night, uh, early in the morning. Hey, there's a chase on Channel Nine. You got to turn it on. I'm like, all right, whatever. Best part is when a retired sheriff joins them on the phone to explain the pit maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, they get those guys on retainer there, and uh, well, it's like I mentioned Hal Fishman, who was an anchor at Channel Five. And he was a pilot, so he loved when there was any kind of aviation issue. There was a problem with a plane, you know, there was, the landing gear wouldn't go down. So they, I remember one time I was watching the news, they had the, the camera on the plane, and they had, they Hal would tell everyone, then he'd bring somebody else in who was also a pilot. They'd go back and forth. Uh, Mike also says, Danny G, I'm a little disappointed you did not name your kid Michael after I suggested, but... Uh, he says uh, it, it, it made uh, you made the right decision not naming him Alf or even worse, Muffet McGraw. Truly terrible names. Well, that was your backup plan, right? Muffet was the backup plan, Danny. Uh, either that or Bartholomew. Well, that would have been great. Bartholomew. Another Bart. You said what now? Uh, Ozzy Waz, Western Australia writes in. He says, my mates, Big Ben and new dad, Daddy G. So he says, so the. The Super Bowl, he says, is on at 7 in the morning where I live. And we go to the casino about 5.30 to get a table, and we start to have a few beers, and we continue throughout the day. So my question is, what would be the earliest you would crack a beer for a major sporting event if you lived in our time zone? 
At the moment, we are 12 hours ahead of your East Coast. So 12 hours ahead. Oh, yeah. So that's middle of the night NFL football. Game starts at 1 o'clock on the East Coast, and it's 1 a.m. in Western Australia. Yes, I'm not a big, like, morning. I don't know. I don't think I would be into that. Drinking in the morning. Maybe when I was younger. But I'm not a big drinker anyway. Danny, would you pop a few of the Raiders play in London? Are you cracking open? That's our equivalent of that on the West Coast because the games start at like six in the morning. You know, I've been wine tasting with my girl before and we had fun. We felt a little bit out of place. But once we we got, you know, a little buzz going, it was fun. Um, Day drinking is underrated. I'd rather drink in the daytime, I think, than at night because it, it just it ends your night too soon. I'll say that because you feel tired when you have too much wine or booze in you. Um, in the daytime, you get flow and you're not tired yet. With football, there used to be a place called Yankee Doodles in Woodland Hills. Remember that? I've been. I used to go there back in the. That was a famous hangout spot in Woodland Hills. Yeah, yeah and I lived there in Woodland Hills for a decade before I moved to Burbank. And that was the go-to spot for Sunday football. I would go there for the morning games at 10 a.m. And they would be serving breakfast and brew. So I would have a Guinness with my scrambled eggs. It was awesome. The good old days. Whatever happened, that place is gone, long gone, Yankee Doodles. It's closed that place. And there are brand new restaurants and stores. And it's an extension of the mall there now. No. All right. Well, that's no. I don't need that. Uh, I miss those old sports. We had the National Sports Bar. We used to do remotes at those places in Orange County that were great. And they were all over the place in Southern California. These big, beautiful sports bars that were great. And they all went away, too. Wawan writes and says, did you ever hook up with someone just because you hung around a team, uh, Ben, uh, with the Dodgers? Uh, So... uh, you know, I, I was I did hang around. I, I was friends with a lot of the relief pitchers, and those guys like to booze it up. And uh, you know, it, let's just say I did not pitch a total shutout in that in that period of time because uh, the guys the guys felt pity on me. It was more than anything, Dan. They would try to try to help uh, grease things along. The problem with that, though, I noticed Juan is that a lot of the uh, young ladies that you would come across on the road. Um, they really were not interested in me. They just wanted to use me as a vehicle to get to whoever on the team they wanted to uh, hook up with. So that became problematic. That was that was a bit of an issue that I, that I had to deal with. But, uh, no, I mean, that was great, great memories on that, and uh, it was wonderful. And you were just a young middleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in a way, and I, I, I still get a kick out of the fact these guys who are Major League Baseball players We'd go to on the road to different cities and to get in through the velvet, you know, the behind the velvet ropes and all that, the red carpet, they would have to flash their baseball card. They'd keep their baseball card in their wallet to prove who they were, to show well, that they were ball players. Because these were not big names. These were relief, you know, mid-relief pitchers and guys even though in the back end of the bullpen or the front end of the bullpen, rather. The move back then would have been to convince tops somehow to make your own card. Oh, that would have been cool, man. But they would say they would lie and say I was like the bullpen catcher and stuff like that. And not, not that that's any more of an attractive thing, I guess. Uh, Robert writes in says, "What happened to Tammy in Montana? Tammy is fine, Robert. She still listens to the podcast, from what I've heard, but she is working the dreaded day shift, and she's working some odd hours, so she's been unable to call the show. We miss Tammy." It's been a tough couple of months for regular callers. Tammy Falexis has been unable to call the show. And also Hollering James, some big-name callers. Uh, But that happens. We go through different eras on the show. We have some big-name people leave us, and then we get new stars. And it's just the ebb and flow of doing the show all these years. People come and go. But uh, we've had some people with us a long time, and we've still got a lot of people with us. But some of the regulars have stopped calling as often as they did Back in the day, because their life circumstances have changed. Uh, Falexis has a few medical issues, and Hollering James keeps breaking his phone, which is a problem. So it's a bit of an issue. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Andy, the comic book guy, writes and he says, what is, the, uh, what is one of the best pranks you guys pulled as kids? Uh, Andy says, I was great meeting you, Andy, the comic book guy. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous episode, really impressed with your comic book store. Uh, uh, anyway, to answer the question, uh, there, there were a lot of pranks. The one that I would like to share is a radio prank that I pulled on my younger brother. And you might actually know this. I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast with you, Danny, but years ago, there was a guy in the Bay Area named Ralph Barbieri, who was a sports talk show host in San Francisco. I know that name. Yeah. 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 He, he was in the Bay Area a long time. So, now, I, I didn't live in Northern California, but at night, KNBR, I was a radio nerd. So I'd listen to faraway radio stations this is before the Internet. You can listen to any station you want on the iHeartRadio app. But back in those days, if you wanted to hear a faraway station, you had to scan the dial. And the furthest away we could get was like Northern California, St. George, Utah, Phoenix, Las Vegas, living in Southern California. So I'd, I'd scan. In fact, I even my mom even bought me this thing. Art Bell had an advertiser. You could buy this antenna. That would help you get far away radio stations. So I would listen sometimes to KNBR at night, and they had the Giants games, and I hear the post game still. And Ralph Barbieri was a guy on that station. And he had a famous sign off to his broadcast that he used every single time he signed off. He had the same sentence that he used. So I was, we happened to be in Northern California at a family function with my younger brother. Uh, who now lives in Wisconsin. And so I, being the radio nerd that I was, I had the radio on. I was listening to the radio, and it was just me and him. My parents were out doing something. And so I made a bet with my much younger brother, and the bet was, listen, I'm going to bet you that this guy on the radio is going to say, uh, remember, uh, what was the line? Angels take uh, angels uh, fly because they take themselves lightly, I think was the the line. And so my my brother's like, oh, there's no way. It's a sports show, you know. And no one's gonna, no one's gonna say that, you know. You're, you're, you know, of course. So we made this bet, and it was a big bet, and <laughs> and sure enough, uh, I I was a little concerned because he didn't didn't say it when he normally did, but at the end he said, "Angels fly because they take themselves lightly," and uh, that uh, that really pissed off my younger brother. That really upset him. We had to defuse the situation. He was very upset that, uh, and he had a, a kind of a primal scream that he let out. Uh, any good pranks you remember, Danny, that you'd like to share with the class? I remember my older brother and I in Rialto, California, 
We loved April Fool's Day. Uh, didn't like the punishment after the prank we tried to pull on my mom, though. My older brother had a great idea. He's like, all right, you run inside and act like you're really scared and tell mom that I crashed my BMX bike. He brought some ketchup outside and poured it all over the sidewalk in a pool. <laughs> and, and then he strategically placed his bike and his body to make it look like he cracked his head. Oh, boy. So I go inside screaming about how he crashed his bike. My mom comes out to see him laying in a heap next to this pool of red, and she's freaking the F out. She gets up to him to see how he's doing, and he just starts busting up laughing. Well, let me just tell you, Ben, there's not a fun ending to this story because she brought both of us into the house and proceeded to whip the shit out of our behinds. <laughs> As she should have. <laughs> with a spoon from the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, you, you, how old were you when this happened, Danny? How old were you? 17. You were how old? 17? I'm kidding. We were... <laughs> You're probably like first first and third grade. Okay. So just remember that you have a spawn, Danny. And so you know, you know, wait a few years here, and then uh, you know, not that long before you know it, uh <laughs> your your son will be out there busting your balls and doing similar things. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That is that's a good story. You should have you should have had your brother like eat the ketchup, you know, just like go for it. Or you should have gone over and eaten the ketchup, you know. Like dip hot dog in it. Yeah, that would have been that would have been solid. Wild man from Morgantown, West Virginia writes in. He says, uh, thank you. Thank you, Ben and Danny G. I have been listening to your overnight show, Ben, for several years. Waking up to your show as my alarm on my Alexa. God bless you wild man and my cell phone i even listen to the in the shower as i get ready for work all the way until i park my car at work and i cannot switch it off until the end at 6 a.m eastern time that's wonderful and he says when my day is done and i'm on my way home i've been listening to cavino and rich with danny g and he says anywho i just want to say thank you guys you make my day a lot easier. Keep it coming. That's the wild man in Morgantown, West Virginia. Speaking of cross-pollination, I will give you one guess of which regular Maller caller got in on the Covino and Rich show a couple of days ago. Okay, so a, a, now this is that person not from West Virginia. It's not Radio Rich. It's not him. I don't know if he's still around. Uh, reg, uh, caller. And this is the first time he has appeared on the afternoon airwaves. This is a celebrity caller from the overnight show. Uh, I'll give you one clue. About five minutes, they wondered if the rambling was going to stop. Oh, uh, is it was it Cowboy John Brad? Nope. No, it's not Cowboy John Brad. Good guess. All right. And he rambles. Uh, Marcel in Brooklyn. The topic they were on was uh, about being a bandwagon fan or sticking with your team, even when they don't have any heart and they've quit on the season, a la the Mets. And this guy called up talking about how many years he dealt with a certain baseball team. Oh, is this uh, our friend from Northern California? No. No? Who is it? Who was it? Reveal answers. Think about a man who is newly retired. Oh, Tell oh okay. All right. All right. All right. Wait, wait. From Ohio? Yeah. The Dixter? Oh, yes. The Dixter. No way. Uh, and Cofino instantly started making dick jokes. <laughs> I was laughing because after... After the segment was over, I walked into the main studio and I told Covino, I'm like, you know, you fell right in line there because that's normally what the crew does during the overnight. Oh, you, you cannot help but embrace the Dixter. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's a machine. He said when I was a kid and I was watching the Indians and Covino said, so you mean when you were a little dick? <laughs> that's great uh i uh i am a fan of dick <laughs> he kept going and going 
and they made some kind of joke about put him on hold and come back. He'll still be talking. And then I told the guys, hey, you don't know who you're addressing. That is Fox Sports Radio royalty. I explained who he was and plugged your show for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Well, Dick and Dayton, I know everything about Dick and Dayton. He uh, has the same birthday with Pete Rose. Uh, I famously, years ago, I was driving from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh across the great state of Pennsylvania. And being the radio nerd I am, I was listening to scanning the dial and I heard a station out of Ohio. I don't even know what station it was. And Dick in Dayton called in. And I said, (laughs) how lucky am I that the stars lined up and I got to hear the wisdom of the Dickster? I mean, my God, what a gift. Uh, What a gift that was. And. For guys like us, Danny, that are lifetime radio guys, you know, Dick and Dayton's like the kind of the last of a generation of people that just worship radio. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't know what a podcast is. We can talk about him from now until you know, you know, time ends. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He listens to radio. Yeah, it's radio, AM, FM, radio, mostly AM. And uh, and he's also I, I found out he's into politics. He calls political shows too. Congratulations! Oh, that must be a great phone call. Oh, it's got to be great. Yeah, and Ohio isn't Ohio kind of a swing state, right? I mean, it usually goes one way, but every once in a while it goes the other. I think. Am I right on that? I don't know. I'm not that in the political world. Uh, last one, one more here. Our friend Angelina. Writes in. She's a super fan. I love Angelina. It was great meeting her too. She she was wonderful. Uh, lives you know, outside Minneapolis there, in that area. And uh, she says hello, Ben and Daddy G. Congratulations to Danny on the birth of his son, and welcome back to Ben from the East Coast trip. I love hearing about the adventures of your lives, and I am so glad that your voice is back to normal. Thank you, Angelina. Yeah, I had a brief travel situation it sounds like it's back she says using the garlic treatment yes the garlic therapy worked uh, and angelina says i wish i was able to go to the meet and greet at the comic book store to see my new friend regina who alluded to the idea that she might be there and to meet eddie and coop and to try ben's homemade cookies but unfortunately uh, i was not able to uh hope it was great fun we had a wonderful time uh, and uh, she also says regarding the podcast, she likes the phrase or the word of the week. And Angelina, if you heard the Saturday podcast, which I know you did because you're a super fan, it was pundit. Pundit was the word of the week. Uh, she said it was always interesting. So she's she's fully on board, Danny, with the fifth hour podcast. She loves all that we do. So Angelina. Uh, anything you would like to promote? We should have done that yesterday. Bad job by me, but it's Sunday. I'll be back tonight, Danny. I got the live radio show from the broadcast dojo, 11 o'clock in the West, and a perfect hour to listen to the radio, 2 a.m. in the East. I'll be doing it live, doing it live. What do you got going on, Danny? Yeah, well, first, really quick, thank you for the well wishes about Tacoa arriving into the world. And also for the the nice little gifts. In fact, besides Tammy, which I mentioned last weekend, another little gift arrived from the Maller Militia. I think it said from Karen, but then the note was signed Maller Militia, and it was a nice little necklace for Mama G. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Ben, after getting the big fish, bigger than Michael Jordan, You know, there's a lot of radio shows where they say sports talk radio shows where they say the moment they book Michael Jordan, that's when they've hit the lottery. That's the big whale in our business. Well, for us, that big whale has been Brian Billick. Brian Billick. I'm not available. After booking him for you for the Friday podcast, I am formally announcing my retirement from broadcasting. (laughs) It was a great run, uh, and uh, and and Koa will replace you at some point. But you got to wait about you know twenty years or so, you know, give or take. I actually need some diaper money right now, so no, I'll be back in the studio Monday. Covino and Rich having a fun start to the NFL week. It's at two to four p.m. on the West Side and five to seven p.m. in New York City. Have a great 
rest of your day. Thank you for supporting the podcast. We we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you for supporting the podcast and the radio shows that we do and all that. And uh, don't forget, I'm also on Cameo, by the way. If you want to send a, uh, you know, it's not free, but a you know, personal shout out, mini Maller monologue, things like that, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, you name it. And uh, we will promote it, I think. Turn up. Yeah. So anyway, have a wonderful, wonderful uh, rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.